Welcome to the Every Pastor Podcast. We're so excited that you um, uh, took time to listen to the podcast today. Brandon and I are excited to share with you today about preaching. We're talking about different preaching techniques and uh, planning and hope to give you some uh, things to think about, maybe some ideas that you haven't tried before. It's one thing that a lot of us do uh, pretty regularly is preaching. How are you doing today, Brandon? I'm good. Um, I will say, if you're not preaching from the Greek or the Hebrew text, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. No, we, I'm good. I uh, just getting ready for this weekend. Our, our um, preparing for this week and and for this weekend, how I'm going to preach. Yeah, and it's been on my mind all week. Uh, coming off of Labor Day, the weekend, and coming on to uh, the anniversary of of 9-11 all those things just make me think about different styles of preaching and and what we do Uh, as we I think we both would say that's such a huge portion and and the responsibility that we have as a pastor is to preach rightly handle and 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 give out the word of God so how do we do that yeah absolutely that's a good topic because that's something I know um when I first when I first transitioned to lead pastor and um, well, actually, before that, when I was, um, but when I started preaching every week, I didn't realize what a big deal that was <laughs> and yeah. how much time it took. Uh, you know, preaching every now and then when you're on staff um, is one thing, but when you're gonna, when you're the preacher and you got to preach every week, um, whether you get a, a vision from God or not, <laughs> you've got to preach. Uh, that was a that was a, one of my rude awakenings. I think absolutely, me too. When I when I was a, an associate pastor and in other roles, I remember thinking, if, if I can't teach this week, something came up. I mean, I think I've mentioned this already. If something came up, I could call somebody else. Hey, can, yeah. you, can you pinch hit for me? But uh, Sunday's coming. And right. If, if something happens on Saturday, you know, we got we got to handle that and mm-hmm. minister and, and care for our people. But Sunday's going to be there, and so we better be ready Absolutely. when we step into the pulpit. So what are some different ways that uh, – that we plan, that some preachers plan, and some ways that you that you plan that you, that you think work out well when you plan your preaching. Well, I think I think number one uh, is is to have a plan first of all. I, yeah. I know there are some people who just don't have a plan, mm-hmm. and they, I guess, they preach whatever the Lord lays on their heart during that week, or mm-hmm. or hopefully it's yeah. not just flipping through the text and being like, I'm going to yeah. preach that. Yeah. One. Close but, your, close your eyes and point your finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'll get you in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but, but for me, I, I try to take a little bit of time at least once a year. Most of the time it's twice. Most of the time okay. it's, it's in October and April where I just kind of get away, mm-hmm. whether it's, I go away or I just go to, you know, a place in, in our church or even in my house that that's kind of secluded. And I'll, yeah. I'll just spend some time with the with the word with the Lord and and ask, hey, what do I need to preach? Spend more time praying about what I'm going to preach than just searching. I think that's mm-hmm. really key. If we're not praying about what we're going to preach, we're not going to preach. True, well. true. So usually, do you how far in advance do you do you plan your preaching? Most of the time, six months. Okay. And and when we say plan, that doesn't mean that I have an outline. That doesn't mean that I have a sketch. Yeah. It really, is just. I'm going to preach through this book of the Bible. Okay, I'm going gotcha. to preach this passage of Scripture, maybe have it a little bit more narrowed down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I don't necessarily have everything fleshed out, but I do have a good enough idea of where we're going yeah. that I can start planning and be thinking about it long in advance. How about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I, I'm a little bit shorter 
a scope. I, I like to I like to plant preach monthly series, you know, four or five weeks, maybe six weeks. I find myself if I preach too long of a series that I start getting bored with it. <laughs> so yeah. I think the people will get bored with it too. And so but so usually I I plan a few months in advance where at least I know where I'm going. I think I know where I'm going. Um but based on, you know, of course prayer and my own study um, you know, of the of the Bible and Bible readings and um uh, but planning, you know, at least a week or uh, a month or two in advance. But I, I like to preach se- um, series, though. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and we are not trying to convince you, uh, any of you, our, our, our listeners, that preaching through series or not preaching through series is, is exactly the right thing. Uh, I do believe you preach the Bible, you preach the Word of God, mm-hmm. and, and you don't preach just your opinion. You go from the Word. Um, and I so I know some people who said, yeah, I preach series. There's 66 of them, and they're in the book. You know, <laughs> God gave us six, and, and I, I'm all for yeah. that. That yeah. I probably yeah. I probably tend to spend more time preaching through books of the Bible than some others. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, we are, we're doing a, a whole scope of the entire Bible for this year, for this calendar year, 2020. And so in that, I, I've given my people six daily readings for the week. Okay. And I take a portion of that and preach from that. So say okay. we're right now, we're just started Acts. And so I'm preaching Acts chapter two this coming Sunday. Okay. So that way we we're my preaching is lining up with what they're reading. Mm. So I, I think that's it's good for my people. and It's good for me to keep some continuity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I know one thing I do um, is I tr- not every single time every single month but some months i choose to preach what we're learning about in sunday school we have a a a sunday school curriculum that we use and so i know a lot of curriculums that are used for small groups or for um, sunday school or people's um, you know midweek um, that they come with sermon outlines um, apparently and some some are very very short you know just basic outlines some are more extensive um and so you can preach what your people are learning and uh, i know in in our church we use the d6 curriculum and and it's already all the classes are learning the same thing every week so it's you know every age on the same page is what we call it and so since you know little ones you know elementary school uh, teens, adults, all the ages are learning the same theme. Like last week was about uh, the beginnings, creation, Genesis 1. So we had learned that already in Sunday school. Our devotional guides that we have go along with that, that they're going to use throughout the week. So I chose to preach that also. Now it's harder uh, for me a little bit because I also teach I teach Sunday school. So we have a we teach we have Sunday school right before uh, at ten, and service worship service at eleven. So I don't want to reteach what I just taught, sure. you know. So I have to be careful about that. Um, but usually um, I'm, I'm I'm very purposeful about that. But I enjoy it uh, myself. Well, just the way my brain thinks. That's really hard for me to teach something you know, at 10 and preach something totally, totally different at 11, um, just for my own brain to shift gears. But I think the people seem to like it. You know, they seem, especially those who come to Sunday school, you know, they, they seem to, to like it. Um, 
uh, do, doing that. So that's that's one idea. I know that some have um, their denomination gives them something, um, you know, a different lectionary that they can follow with that goes along with the liturgy of their church. Um, so some some follow can follow that. I've seen different preaching annuals, and you know they they publish every year where you have sermons, uh, sermon ideas, and you can go as uh, small as just getting the idea and running with it, um, or you know getting the the idea and the scripture, um, or the idea scripture and outline, or even some there's manuscripts out there. It's really interesting how people choose to choose to plan uh, what they preach. Yeah, I I I would say. If you're going to use different books of the Bible, uh, if you're going to preach <clears throat> through an, ex, you know, be more uh, expositional rather than thematic. And again, we're not here to say which which one's mm-hmm. better, but expositional is better. Uh, where <laughs> if you're going to do that, I would I would I would encourage you to to go from jump from one testament to the next when you if you if you go verse by verse say you go mm-hmm. verse by verse through a new an old, a new testament gospel say you go verse by verse through through Matthew it yeah. may take you a year you may break it up into sections however you do that but if you preach through a gospel i would go to the, after you finish that i would go to an old testament book maybe yeah. preach from prophecy and then after you finish a, pro, a prophetic book jump back to the new testament and preach uh, a, a letter to the church, right? And then go back to after you go back to to the Old Testament, maybe preach a history, historical book, changing genres. Yeah, just change genres, think, give yeah. it a little variation. Um, uh, there are some things Is that to good be said for you and for the people. You think? I think so. Yeah. I, I think it, uh, especially if you can find things that vary in length. So, mm-hmm. let's just say if you're preaching through Matthew and you're going to go. I think at minimum, let's just say you're going to take <clears throat> 28 weeks. Yeah, that's right. You're doing one chapter yeah. or a portion of a chapter per right. week. That's over half your year. Yeah. So once you get finished with that, then you add your holidays in there, exactly. and vacations and stuff. <laughs> go to, if it's almost you know 75 percent of the year. Exactly. Yeah. Well, then go to the New Testament or go to the Old Testament, right? And preach a shorter prophetic book. Yeah. That's preach. A Preach Obadiah yeah, or or yeah, something that's yeah. a little smaller, right? Um, that's only a few weeks, just mm-hmm. to give a little bit of a break. Because I, I know I was at a church one time and we we went through Ephesians in a whole year, and at the end of that, it, our people were just worn out. They were tired because yeah, they had yeah. not that not that they didn't love the the word, but they had they they were immersed in in one thing for a whole year. And so yeah, I, think, I think it's good to yeah, jump back and good. forth. Um, but you mentioned something else when mm-hmm. you talked about uh, holidays and right. things like that. So what do you think about if you've got a guest preacher coming in, asking him to continue on with, say you're preaching through a, a series or, or a sermon, uh, going along with your series or going along with a, a book of the Bible that you're preaching from? If it's a guest, I don't think. I've never done that. Um, it's a neat idea, um, especially if it's if you have quite a bit of time to talk you know, talk with your guest preacher um, and see if you know he wants to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never done that. But I think, but I have with other preachers in the church. Yeah, exactly. And so I've done that. And so uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's always good to get different, different perspective. Um, I think it might, it might be kind of cool even to have someone preach the same text to you know the week after you teach that text, preach that text, and see if they preach it differently or what they pull out of it. Uh, and you're pitting be, people against you. Oh, that's true. Like, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, I, I like Pastor X better than I did Pastor Y. <laughs> now, uh, one of, yeah, I think it's good if you've got people in your church. And we, we talked about that a few weeks ago about uh, using other people to yeah. preach. 
for you. Um, if you've got another staff member or someone else in the church that can preach, giving them that opportunity to, to jump in, I think that, that is a, a good thing. Um, how far, or we've already talked about how far in advance, but what about, what do we do if there's a crisis? If, if you're preaching, say you're preaching mm-hmm. along, I, I know some people who are going to say, if you're preaching along, you've maybe you've done a year preaching calendar yeah. and a crisis has come, they're going to trust that the Holy Spirit led them to that passage in, in, you know, months mm-hmm. ago for that time. Uh, I think that's, that's fine. That's, that's one way of doing it. Or, or do you have some crisis or, or some uh, extenuating circumstance messages that you have ready to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, 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 what's your idea on that? I know my experience when there's a you know a national crisis or a crisis in the church, some type of trauma, um, you know, a death um, of you know a core you know church a church member that's happened since the last Sunday. Uh, I think we need to address that and, sure. and and be as part of our role as the pastor in providing pastoral care to the people and uh, and also for yourself that you know that's a good time to. Um, a lot of times we preach to, we preach to ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. and and a lot of I don't think a lot of church members realize it, but most of our listeners are pastors, uh, since the Every Pastor podcast, uh, so they re- realize that we hurt also, yeah, uh, and and so when the and, s- and so when there's a national crisis, or if there's a a, a crisis in the church, death in the church, something like that. Yeah, stop and 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 preach a message of comfort. I I've got a few um, that I keep in the back of my Bible, um, especially if there's like a crisis Friday or Saturday, and you don't have time to prepare us a, a whole sermon. Um, you know, having having a, a a message on some psalm, you know, different psalm of comfort. You know, and uh, talking, you know, God is our refuge and strength. I mean, that that's the kind of things that you can. It's true, you know, it's yeah. the, it's something we can lean on and our people need to hear. And uh, next week, you know, you can go back to the, um, you know, Sermon on the Mount or whatever we were in, you were in, in Matthew. Uh, but I think preaching to the need that week is, is an important thing. I don't think it's a good thing to do every week, you know, to never plan, you know. Sure. I, you know, because I, I freak out. If I don't know where I'm going, uh, I get. I'm not. Uh, you know. I'm not Abraham. I need to. You know, when sure. God called him to go, so, uh, go someplace where not, and I'll tell you where later. You know. Um, I need to know where I'm going. Yeah. And so, so even just having a general idea. But I think you're right. I think it's a good idea to, um, to maybe to maybe take a break from the, take a break from the 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 plan. What do you, What do you think? I think so. I, I mean, it's it's not something like you said. I want to do every week um because there's in someone's life for the majority of us listening in someone's life in the context of our church there's more than likely going to be some sort of quote unquote crisis mm-hmm. almost all the time oh yeah definitely some some family member is going to have a tr- uh, problem going to ha- maybe a passing of a family member uh, work mm-hmm. there's going and so we we can't speak to every what we would Call crisis, yeah. But I do think when it's the scope and sequence impacts everybody, yeah. Um, I, I we we were talking about this earlier before we recorded, uh, when we were talking about nine eleven and mm-hmm. where we were. We were both in college when yeah. that happened, and I remember I was at a 
prayer group and yeah. I walked downstairs from where I was praying in this student union building mm-hmm. where I went to school and the people were just crowded around TVs mm-hmm. crying and I'm thinking, what's going on? Yeah, here? exactly. But, uh, you know, I remember that Sunday, mm-hmm. a pastor of the church I attended when college was preaching through Hebrews. He went mm-hmm. <laughs> for 12 months in <laughs> Hebrews and it was awesome. It was, it was, yeah. it was, it was impactful. I mean, yeah. that was 21 years ago yeah. or almost 19, yeah. 19 years ago. Yeah. I can't do math. Uh, and I still remember what, what happened yeah. and what he was preaching, but he took a Sunday off because right. it was important and it had a impact for everybody. I think there, there are times when your church is going to have something that impacts everybody in your mm-hmm. church or it impacts your community that you need to talk to. I remember when I was in high school, um, the church that I attended that I grew up in, our sanctuary burned down oh, wow. and it was my senior year and we, we met in a different location. Yeah. My pastor didn't preach what he was preaching the <laughs> week before. We, we talked yeah. about the goodness of God, even in yeah. the midst of a, of, of, of a building burning down. And so I do think it's important to, to take what's going on into consideration. I know there are people who don't agree with that and that's fine. Uh, I, that's, that's okay. Cause I still believe whether you're going with crisis or you're not, or you plan super far in advance mm-hmm. or you don't, as long as you're doing it all through the power of the Holy Spirit, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're yeah. allowing the Spirit to lead you, mm-hmm. um, now some people would say, and we talked about this earlier, that Spirit-led preaching is getting up without being prepared. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and. I can't like that terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. that—that's one of those. What if I'm not prepared? Moments that I just couldn't handle. But uh, I do believe the Lord, like you, like we said earlier, the Lord's in our planning, yeah. and the Lord's in the preparation, Absolutely. and the Lord's in our our delivery. Yeah, it's the same Holy Spirit that leads in a worship service leads in a planning of a worship service, mm-hmm. um, and so we and we learn as pastors and preachers to hopefully follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Um, that brought up something that I was I wanted to ask you what you thought. Do you think that does your preaching, do you see it as an overflow of your personal devotion time, your personal relationship with God? Um, are you a, I know one thing I struggle with, it's hard for me to read the Bible just to read the Bible. That mm-hmm. when I'm reading it for, I'm reading it to spend time with God but while I'm reading it, I say, "Oh, now that's a good sermon right there." <laughs> and do you have, do you struggle with that too, or what do you what do you think? More so today than ever. Yeah. But that's because I'm reading with my church uh, through the same thing that yeah. I'm using to preach with yeah. on Sunday mornings. There are definitely times where I believe the Lord says, "Nope, that's for you today." Yeah. That file it away you may want to use that Mm -hmm. later on but this is me and you yeah um but then again i do believe our our job as a pastor and we want to what do we always hear we want to lead from a flowing stream not a stagnant pool Mm -hmm. and so we want our relationship with the lord to be vibrant and sometimes i think he uses what he's teaching us maybe even that week in our in our sermon prep our sermon delivery yeah and I, I think of it this way. How many times do we read an article mm-hmm. and it comes up as a as an some sort of illustration, illustration or yeah. something in our message mm-hmm. the week or the next week? Yeah. Because it's fresh on our minds. Right. And I think as as believers first, as as Christ followers first, as the Lord is teaching us, we have a responsibility to 
to impart that to people. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what Paul said to Timothy, the things you heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, and trust these are reliable men to teach also. So I think one of the things, now, not every time, there might be some very personal things that the Lord is, is teaching you that's just for you, but right. I do believe in your quiet time or your personal devotional life. I hadn't used the word quiet time, uh, that phrase, in a quite a yeah, while. But yeah. but in that, in that devotional time, uh, I think there's some good benefit for you sharing that or, or, or using it in in mm-hmm. your sermon sermon prep yeah yeah i think so too um because you know the, the lord's speaking to us and i think that's important for preachers we're you know we're, we're, we're busy we're very busy um all every pastor i know is whether uh, full-time bivocational whatever the role of ministry is we're very busy so it, not only as preachers but all christians we encourage to have quiet time sure. you know, to have a devotional time um so we need to remember, even though we are planning for our sermon, we also need quiet time. We mm-hmm. also need a devotion, a devotion, um, a devotional guide, um, a Bible plan that we're reading through the Bible. You know, in a year or two years, whatever we're doing, um, I think that's I think that's a very uh, important part. We need to remember for our own spiritual development that we don't just read the Bible preparing for Sunday, you yeah. know, that, uh, uh, that it's not just our job that God, we need, we need that personal relationship, uh, with the Lord. I will say in times past when I've read the Bible only for my teaching ministry mm-hmm. and not for my personal devotion to the Lord, it has been a much more laborious time of oh, trying absolutely. to teach. And it's been, uh, it's really been spinning wheels and not actually teaching anything most yeah, of the time so. yeah yeah one last thing i thought about was um another reason maybe to plan at least a little bit in advance um maybe you know a month or two just maybe the direction you're going yeah. is if you have creative people in your church um whether it's your people who whoever does the music or if you have a team that does the music letting them know what you're preaching I think it's very helpful. Absolutely. And that way they they have an idea, they know where you're going, and it gives them time to pray about it for some songs to come up. And not every song uh, in the worship uh, you know, service has to go along with what you're preaching, but it's really neat when it, when one or two do. Yeah. Um, and if you have uh, you know, other creative people who maybe help can help you with illustrations or um uh, objects, object lessons, things that you can even be backdrops or uh, things that you can use. Some skits. Some, yeah, some people are really good at that, and some aren't. You know, some preachers aren't very good at. It. But if we could tell a few people, hey, I'm planning on preaching like me, right? I'm preaching through uh, you know Genesis, uh, the first few chapters of Genesis, the beginnings, uh, right now. Um, you know, telling pe- telling a few people, hey, this is what I'm preaching. You know, if you see an interesting article, you see an interesting video, you see something, have an idea to help me um, illustrate some of these topics, um, please let me know. I want, yeah. I want, I want, I want your help. And uh, it's hard to find. My, one thing I struggle with, it's hard to find a good illustration last minute. You <laughs> yeah. know, we want a good, good illustrations that aren't, you know, 25 years old, you know, or sure. about a TV show that no one watches anymore, you know, uh, but a current illustration that's that really does the job. It illustrates your point. Um, if you have to explain your illustration, it's not a good illustration. Yeah. If you take more time explaining than telling it, then yeah, you probably yeah. should have just skipped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but people, I think, are now, you know, it's 21st century, they're very visual. 
and so I'm one thing I'm one thing I look at is how I can add more video uh, as as of to illustrate my point, whether it's in the sermon itself or later through social media. Um, so that's something that I, I think about. But I know people people remember remember that. Uh, so planning our preaching and um, having a calendar, looking looking ahead, knowing where we're going, ask the Lord for guidance. Anything else that that you'd thought about that might, might help some of our listeners? Again, I, I just go back to what I said earlier. You know, preach the word, and and I, I think a lot of people get really caught up in in the graphics and the logos mm. and all the me all the the extra stuff, which is great and important. But let's not start there. Start with the word, and then go go out from there, mm-hmm. um, so that you know, give paint the picture of of what God is saying through His Word, because uh, it, again, it doesn't mean it, it means it means so much to us. So we want to give that out, and then you kind of build everything else around that. And I would just encourage you, Pastor, to stay in the Word. I, I think uh, Adam and I mentioned this earlier. Your personal devotion, yes, God will use some of that in your preaching, mm-hmm. but your personal devotion with Him is is the number one indicator of spiritual growth, not just for you, but I believe for your church. Oh, uh, absolutely. So, so stay in the Word. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. And one other thing I think will be helpful to our listeners, those that are pre- those that are preachers. Um, you mentioned illust- um, graphics and things that there are some really good resources on the internet oh yeah absolutely. that you can find uh for free uh sermon graphics and uh illustrations like if you have a sermon series coming up um that you can that you can look on a life.church has some has some things uh that they'll give you for free yeah. and it's past sermon series they've done and you don't have to preach you know what what they what they preached um but you can just you know take the graphic and so we'll put we'll put a link to a few of those places and also a couple websites um like Canva uh yeah. and some others that were where you can make a graphic um that to illustrate it doesn't have to be something very special you know if you're like most of us, we don't have a graphic designer on staff, <laughs> but there's ways that you can make a little graphic or something to introduce your sermon series or your sermon. I think that catches people's eye. Yeah, and let me just tell you, if I can use Canva, <laughs> you can use Canva. It yeah. it is it is a wonderful. There's free and paid versions, mm-hmm. and the cool thing about Canva, we I didn't we did, they're not yeah. a sponsor of us no, by any no, means, but no. uh, you, you we'll check on that though. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you can pay by the picture that you get, and so you can edit and do all these stuff, and it's it's wonderful. I use it a ton, and so uh, you don't need any. Uh, you just need to know how to type, and, and yeah. I think they even do spell check, so you don't have to. Yeah. Need, I mean, I'm from Alabama. We don't type well uh, <laughs> or spell well. We just play football well, but yeah, go and and check that out. There's a lot of free stuff, and like I said, like Adam said, we'll put yeah, a we'll bunch put of those links, links in there. there. Yeah, with some links on, on in the show notes to help you, um, because people definitely react to that. You know, because yeah. if you have a sermon series and they say, "Oh, where did you get that from?" You know, I didn't buy this series. You know, I you know the Lord led led me to it, and I was able to you know to create this logo or this um, this image to share on social media. I think is very helpful. Well, I hope that this whole um, podcast episode on preaching has been helpful to you. We thank you for spending time with us today uh, with uh, the Every Pastor podcast. Please share 
uh, this with other pastors that you know. Check out our Facebook page, and uh, we also have lots of things on there. But if you know uh, other preachers that need need help, need tips, what we try to do is that Brandon and I sit down and we talk about what pastors are thinking about. Yeah, so, so join us each week. Hey, I do have something fun to tell you about that I almost forgot. Next week, Adam and I are going to share some just some personal stuff with you. We're going to talk about some books uh, that have really impacted us. And in the vein of talking about books, we're going to do a drawing. Uh, Carl Vader's, if you don't know who Carl is, you need to. Yeah. Um, you can check him out. I believe his website's carlvaders.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put a link to that at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I reached out to him, and he was nice enough to give us a couple of signed copies of, of a couple of his books, and we're going to do a giveaway for those. So if you're listening, we're going to do a, uh, a drawing for that. We'll let you know more about that next week, how we're going to do it, and uh, you can get some cool signed stuff from uh, a really great guy named Carl Vaders. So uh, thanks again for checking us out here on the Every Pastor Podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and can't wait to see you or talk to you next week. <laughs>